This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello, this is the SEO Mindset Podcast, where your hosts are myself, Sarah McDowell, and the ever so wonderful and fabulous Tasmin Sullivan. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the podcast. And this week's topic is all about successfully managing upwards. Now, before we get into this topic, and I invite Tasman to join me, just a reminder of how you can support the podcast. So if you're listening and thinking, actually, I quite like what Tasman and Sarah are doing here. There are loads of different ways that you can support us. I'll just run through two now. You can give us a one-off donation. So we are set up on Buy Me A Coffee, which basically is a platform that allows creators like me and Tasman to receive tips and donations from listeners. So if you fancy doing that, you can follow the link in this episode show notes. And what I would recommend doing is signing up to the newsletter as well. So again, head on over to the show notes and um, sign up to our newsletter there because we will never spam you. Um, we'll just, yeah, we just keep you, keep get my teeth in, keep you updated with, with what's going on with the podcast news, updates, episodes, events, all of that wonderful stuff. Right, let's get Tasmin onto the podcast. Hello, Tasmin. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I am good. I am wrapped in a blanket right now. Yeah, it's it's warmer, but it's still quite chilly. Still <laughs> quite chilly. Now, Sarah, and, I'm so glad yes. you mentioned the newsletter because anyone who's listening who hasn't signed up, please, please do because um, we've got some great plans for improving it, making it more valuable to the readers and giving lots and lots of really useful information. So sign up or miss out. Is that is that the term? Is that how you say it? Sign up or miss out. I think you've created enough FOMO there <laughs> and you do a wonderful job with the newsletters and I think I think it's very evident that it is coming from you by the writing style um, because yeah I think you're very calm, collected, uh, methodical, great tips that yeah wonderful. The thing that uh, the term that comes to my head is you offer calm in a storm kind of thing. Whereas if it was me writing the newsletter and the different emails, my brain just goes all over the place, a bit erratic, probably wouldn't make sense. 
say. Well, as, as you have witnessed, there are times when I'm not calm, and that's usually when it's all techie stuff. So I'm editing the podcast. I would not be calm. So you take care of all of that, <laughs> and I will you know, allow, carry on being calm in, in the newsletters. But they're great fun to write, and I think one of the joys of this sort of um, career, if you like, is um, you get to write lots, which is brilliant. Yeah, definitely. You can get your creative juices going. And I think as we're talking now about sort of partnering up on projects or um, campaigns or whatever you're partnering up on, but maybe a good topic is um, finding someone who can compliment you. Mm -hmm. So do you know what I mean? That's a good topic for the bank to think about in the future. But anyway, um, before we get sidelined on that, managing upwards or successfully managing upwards. So what do we mean? So I just want to give a shout out to one of our loyal listeners, Annette, because they gave us the suggestion for this topic. So thank you very much. Um, so yes, what is this week's topic? So Managing upwards. So there's many times in the SEO industry where you have to manage upwards. And a couple of examples, real life examples. Let's say, for example, how many times have I said example? <laughs> Too you just many said times. it again. I, uh, I've got into an example loop. But your boss has to update higher management, so the C level, about an SEO project or there's something that you need them to communicate about what's happening with a campaign project, your department. Basically, you need your boss to, yeah, liaise with the C management to get something across. So that's a good example if you're in-house and also agency side. But another one for agency side is, let's say, for example, you have account managers and they have the relationship with the clients. So you you don't necessarily talk to them, at, but you need your account manager to update the client that you're working on about SEO progress, or maybe there's something that you need to discuss. Um, so yeah, again, you're still managing upwards because that account manager might not be too familiar with SEO. So you need to sort of manage that. So those are the two examples that come straight to mind when I think about managing upwards. Tasmin, you got any other suggestions? So one that comes into mind is um, one that was faced by one of my clients quite recently. They had joined an organization where their boss at that time was on maternity leave. And when the manager returned from maternity leave was, you know, raring to go. And their styles were very different. Their personalities were very different. And what one found very energizing, the other one found very energy draining. So there was this mismatch. Well, not mismatch, but this, you know, different personalities. Um, and because the manager returned, wanted to hit the ground running, forwent things like one-to-ones and getting to know their team, went straight into the, the doing of the tasks. So my client was now um, a bit lost, didn't know how to deal with the situation of informing their manager that, look, buddy, this, this isn't working for me. And it's a really difficult conversation to have because it's not as if 
the manager had done anything bad to them, but it was a conversation mm. about, um, you know what, this is my style of working. I prefer it like this. I, you're going to get far more out of me if we can protect the boundaries of the meeting space instead of overrunning um, to the point where they were thinking, right, the manager's scheduled in 20-minute meeting. I better make sure I've got a litre of water and some snacks to keep me going because it may be two-hour chat instead of 20 minutes. Mm. And it, it's you need a certain amount of courage, and I'm really intrigued to, to hear what sort of tips you've got to share yeah. on how somebody can handle yeah. it. Yeah. So um, that will be part two. So after we come back from our usual mm -hmm. break, um, yeah. I've got lots of ways and strategies and tips to discuss and get your input as well, Tasman, on how we can um, successfully manage upwards a lot of it with the relationship. Um, but I suppose it is important to get right because it has it has an impact at the end of the day on your relationships with the person that you are managing upwards to but also the people that are connected through that um, yeah. but it also has an effect on your mental health how you're feeling job satisfaction um, so it is really important to get right and have a think about it and also just as a caveat um, something that you've got to be careful of is there are uncontrollables here there are things that you can't control and you can't sort of yeah um control the whole situation or you can't control how a conversation goes or anything like that because that's just impossible at the end of the day but these are just like tips and strategies to better um foster that relationship and make sure that um you're working together right and things are done in a successful way um mm. other things to think about is um depending on who you're managing upwards to mm. we're we're all different we all have different strengths some of us are task orientated while others are more relationship and team building orientated um some may be very present and attentive to um the work that we're doing while others want to encourage autonomy and a self-driven team sort of thing so um there's that side to think about um they're human at the end of the day um just like us everyone in the team everyone in the department we're all human and very susceptible to complexities that make up us as human beings um they have strengths along with areas that need growth and development they have their own biases they have their own emotions they have their own ethics they have their own drives um and whether we like it or not we, when we're managing upwards, that person that we're managing upwards to, we, the relationship needs to be good um, because, as I said earlier, it has a significant impact on the work that we do, the relationships, um, how we progress in our role and in that business, um, quality of like work-life balance. So, yeah, it is really 
really important and a big one here for the SEO is the SEO industry is not everyone understands SEO right not everyone yeah. understands the the impact and um yeah like so those are is there anything else that you'd like to add to this more from the person who's going through um the situation where they're having to manage upwards you know their own well-being because it can be nerve-wracking you may want to have a conversation maybe struggling to have it and then bringing yourself again and again about it so there's also that element but then that's what I was going I, I would always think of, think about anyway yeah no and it's a really good thing to bring up and add in as well because it's all moving parts isn't it and yeah. it all sort of feeds in together and yeah at the end of the day oh, I don't want to hazard a guess at how many hours we spend in our lifetime working. I bet you someone's done, <laughs> done that research. I don't even want to look at it. I don't want to even know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like at the end of the day, work does it is a big part of our life, isn't it? Yeah, um, absolutely. And yeah, so we need to make sure that we're doing everything that we can or we feel, I suppose, we feel we're doing everything that we can in, in our remit um, to make and make it a happy place to work. Um, so what I'm going to do, because I think after the break, um, that's going to possibly, um, yeah, that's the, I was going to say meat and potatoes. Where does that saying come from? from Let's get vegan. into the meat and Vegan potatoes. as well. I know. <laughs> Obviously. Well, I'm thinking like, you know, those vegan sausages. Um <laughs> But let's take a short break, Tasmin. And yeah, when we come back with part two, we'll just discuss all the strategies and things that our listeners can implement when we are managing upwards. Does that sound good? Sounds wonderful. Looking forward to it. Okay, come back, folks. Me and Tasmin have some very exciting news. You are invited to an evening of authenticity, empowerment, and connection. We're doing a live podcast, The Importance of Being Authentically and Unapologetically You, on Wednesday the 24th of April from 8pm until 11 at Projects The Lanes in Brighton. That's right, we're recording a podcast in front of a live audience. Come and join us and our guest speakers for a very important conversation about embracing your true self, why it's important and strategies you can implement. It's absolutely free to attend. There will be pizza and drinks courtesy of our amazing sponsors. During the live podcast, we'll have a Q&A session where you can join in with the conversation, ask questions and share your own insights and experiences. You'll also have the chance to connect and network with fellow SEO professionals. So whether you're attending Brighton SEO or happen to live or be in the area, this is the perfect event for you. A huge shout out to our sponsors, Systrix and Stat Search Analytics for their generous support. And let's not forget to thank Silicon Brighton for helping us organize this incredible gathering and projects for providing the perfect venue. This event would not be possible without you guys. So what are you waiting for? Click the link in the show notes to secure your tickets now and don't forget to help us spread the word and tell your friends 
We shall see you there. Hello, it's Sarah here. Thanks for listening to the SEO Mindset Podcast. If you enjoy what me and Tasman do and you want to support us, there are many different ways that you can do just that. You can give us a one-off donation over on our Buy Me A Coffee page. There'll be a link in the show notes, but the URL is the seomindset.co.uk forward slash coffee. You can also sign up to our newsletter. Again, link in the show notes or go to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash newsletter. And by signing up, you can keep up to date with the latest news and updates from me, Tasmin, and the podcast. We promise we'll never spam you and you can, of course, unsubscribe at any time. Welcome back for part two. Tasmin, are you ready to get into the vegan meat and potatoes? Okay, definitely. So yeah, let's discuss strategies. So practical tips and strategies that our listeners can implement. And I've got a list. So Tasmin, I'll go through my list. I'll um, rattle some off. Please do interject, talk, anything that comes to mind at the end. You know, let's, uh, yeah, um, I think that's a good, good way to deal with this one. So my first tip. Get to know what is important to your boss. And just as a caveat, I am saying boss in my examples, but it's not always going to be a boss. But I think you can switch out boss for the person that you're managing upwards. Okay, just as a caveat, so people can have it in their brains. Okay, so know what is important to your boss and their goals. Yeah, at the end of the day, whatever role we have everyone has their own goals everyone has their own thing that they've been brought into a company to achieve so how can SEO and your role support them and ultimately make help them make help make them look good but also your department and the whole team sort of thing um so that is really important because yeah knowing what's important to your boss and knowing what their goals are that just allows you to align and make sure that the conversations that you have and the things that you're working on your boss is bought into it and they're behind it so then when they need to report or do any progress reports or whatever or share successes they're going to know it they're going to know and because they're bought in they're excited at the end of the day of like how SEO can help and everyone likes to look good at the end of the day don't they um so this leads me into another nice one so share successes uh with your boss and team and make it obvious how that success has um helped reach or how that success is a step closer to reaching a goal or target so yeah um get into the habit of sharing successes um even those little small wins just get into a habit and it doesn't always have to be a swanky report or a swanky presentation slides just however you communicate if it's in slack um or teams or an email just get into the habit of always sharing your successes 
Make it easy for your boss to communicate with higher management or a client. So um, if there's something that's going to aid them, like with visual people at the end of the day, what graphs or things can you put together? Uh, Think about the lingo that you're using. So in SEO, there's lots of words that we like. Um, There's lots of words that I still don't say correctly there's still a lot of SEO lingo that I even have to google myself to find what this means um so have be thinking about that when when you're when someone is reporting or something how can you make it easy for them how can you aid them and you can have a conversation with them as well just be like ah it's really important that we report this and it's really important that we say x y and z help them say x y and z see if they've got any um questions or anything off the back of it don't be afraid to push back now this is a tricky one I am the biggest people pleaser, so I don't often like to rock the boat. I don't often like to push back. But if you have been asked to do something that isn't your in your job description, or you feel that something, because I understand that we, especially in smaller companies, you'll always end up doing things that aren't necessarily in your job description. So. You don't just want to just say no, but always explain, okay, um, if you, if I'm doing this task, um, this takes away the time for me doing this task. Yeah. Um, and maybe suggest a solution. So if it's that you can't support because of time or resource, is there something else that they can do instead? Um, so, so yeah, get it's okay to say no you don't have to say yes to everything that is asked of you um Tasman is there anything that you want to add before I carry on any nuggets no I I really like that one because um it's it's just natural isn't it to want to say yes but if you physically can't do it if the capacity isn't there sometimes having another way of um just Um, illustrating it so you might have like a resource planner or a um, like a a, even pulling out your calendar and if you say no I can't do it because I'm currently doing this 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 and this you could say to them is there something that you want me to not do to enable me to do this thing so it's not just saying no I can't do it because I'm doing all of these other things um but you could yeah. bring them into the conversation saying, okay, what well, somebody, somebody I knew, somebody I knew where I used to work, she would say, uh, she, so she was the only BA in the organization. And the director would say, you know, could you do this for me? And she would say, oh, wow, that's an amazing idea. I would love to do that for you. What would you like me not to do? So, She wasn't saying no. She was saying, yeah, sure, I can do that. I think it's fantastic. What would you like me not to do? And it then put the ball back into their court because if they couldn't come up with an answer, you you weren't actually saying no. And that actually really nicely leads me on to my next one, which I was going to say ask questions. Hmm. Yeah. So 
in and you gave a great example of how you can ask a question when being like given a task mm. um but there's other questions that you can ask so um understanding what your boss's work life is like see what pressures or any worries or concerns that they have mm-hmm. um what is overwhelming them and the team for mm-hmm. example um like having an open and transparent conversation with your boss is yeah. gonna or the person that you are managing upwards is gonna help out in the long long run because you want to facilitate open communication yeah. and you want to be able to so that you can push back because if you if you can foster and build this relationship with that person these harder conversations these harder situations are easier to manage Uh, timing is important as well so like um for example do you know that your boss is more sort of responsive first thing in the morning do you know like when they are first sat down and they're responding and stuff or are they better just after lunch do you know Mm. what I mean um maybe you can save it to -to one-to-ones that you have with your boss Mm. um but timing is important um another one is being empathetic towards your boss your team, your colleagues' needs. Always try and put yourself in their shoes um, and say things as well. So um, the next time, I mean, it depends on the relationship that you've got with that person, um, but they might come to you and say, I'm really stressed today. I've got all of this stuff that I'm doing. Um, And you can vocalize it and be like, ah, oh, I can imagine that today is stressful. Um, now, what would be interesting is like how you have, um, I don't know if you've already covered this. I think we've got to get to this point now where we've done a lot of topics, but how to be a good boss or how to be a good manager. Because I imagine um, whilst you want to be open and transparent with your team, there's stuff that you don't want to necessarily feed down but I think I don't know if there's something that's going wrong or there's a pressure I think that's all right to communicate um and be open and honest with um communication is key so I think I've really said that in everything that I've said um give early warnings so say for example you can there's an issue there's a problem um say it as soon as you find out what that issue is or as soon as you know that there's a problem with a campaign or there's something going wrong, especially with a client, if you're agency side, um, don't be afraid to let them know as soon as. Like, Obviously, have some time to reflect, chill, breathe, um, think of some solutions to the problems uh, because if you go to whoever you're talking to, like full of emotion, like, crikey, this has gone wrong. Ah, like, obviously, that's not going to be helpful. Um, so, yeah, whilst you need to communicate this kind of stuff early on, um, do it in a sensible way. Um, so, yeah. And and also, like, communicate if there's something that's a blocker. So if there's, like, a deadline that's not going to be met, that's going to be met. Um, mm-hmm anticipation as well so can you anticipate how that person's going to react so whatever bit of news or whatever piece of information that you're given to a person can you anticipate how 
they will act because then that will allow you to sort of um, come up with solutions and know best how to deal with those situations. Um, Tasman, again, is there anything else that you want to input on the other ones that I've just said? So a few examples um, just before you said that it was um, if you can't do the tasks that they're asking you to do and to let them know that, look, these are the things I'm doing currently and we were talking about um, showing them what your priority list was. Ask them what they're trying to achieve by by getting you to do that task. So maybe they want to communicate something in in another meeting and they think the best solution is that report or that um, whatever say it say it's a report that they've requested maybe you know something that they don't know maybe you know a way of getting most of that data without the long report running that they're asking you to do or this big analysis so there might be phases so even with goal setting um, often you you ask yourself okay what's the best goal outcome what's a good and what's what's good enough and have like levels so you might be able to say I can't get all of that data for you however what you're looking for is is visible in this report which would take me far less time to do but it would give you the answer you're looking for yes a hundred percent I love I love uh when you chime in with your wise golden nuggets um and yes I'm nearly at the end of my list um so other things as well is work on your relationships with other departments so another one and keep your um your boss or that person that you're talking to in the loop um update on progress that you made together so um for example in SEO working on having a good relationship with the web developers do you know what I mean? That's going to help you out. It's going to help your team out and it's going to help everyone out sort of thing. Um, so yeah, especially if there's a lot that you work or you need your web developers to sort of um, implement and do. Um, so yeah, um, I'm just thinking if, is there anything else that comes to mind? I think, I think we've covered quite a lot of tips. So I think a lot of the tips we've been talking about is what do you do when that situation arises? But before that, it's about building that good relationship with the the individual in, in question. Because when when you've got a good relationship, when you've got good rapport, when you've built up that trust, and then you push back and say, I'm unable to do this right now, or whatever it is that you're saying, It's going to land better if you've already built up that relationship. But if you haven't and it's um, a shaky, um, awkward, tense relationship, then those pushbacks are going to feel even harder. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think a big skill here is communication in the relationships that you're, you're working on. Yeah. and yeah, and I think the more that you can facilitate like an open and honest um, relationship where, yeah, you can talk about stuff, you can push back um, and it feels healthy, then mm. it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out in the long run, isn't it? Yeah. 
I've just thought of an example. Have we got time? We've got a few minutes, yeah. Okay. So I was working on a project. Um, I was looking after the data. There was uh, somebody else looking after the development. And we were developing a system to load a new feed of data. And it was quite, quite um, tense at the time because it was a replacement feed. It wasn't a brand new one. And it was one that the business really required. And I was saying... Um, need to do more testing and they were saying no we need to just get this moving and they were senior to me so it was quite hard to put my foot down and say no we need to do the testing um but once the project was over we were able to sit and have a conversation with each other recognize that I was more cautious they were more they were more red I was more blue and we've had this We've had this episode, haven't we? The 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 styles, what was it? The disc personalities that you yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, then appreciate what each of us brought to to the business. And we said, and I said to to them that look in in the future, if I'm over cautious, please let me know, because that's that was my style. I wanted everything ticked off. And I and they then said, and if I am not being cautious enough, you need to point that out to me. So sometimes the moment can feel fraught, but when things have calmed down, take that opportunity to put that learning into developing the relationship even better. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um and yeah, um it's good that you put your foot down. <laughs> And um, because, yeah, there are and maybe we link to that episode in the show notes because it's understanding personality types, isn't it? At the end of the day and how you work well together. Um, But having an understanding of that um, is great. Um, So, yeah. And I mean, the only other thing that I would another one that's come to mind is um, keeping keeping a bit of a paper trail or keeping notes of progress of like what has been discussed or what has been um yeah what has been discussed or what has been agreed sort of thing um because obviously we can get lost in like teams messages slack messages emails and stuff whereas if there's like a central document or something where things can be easily accessed or if there's like a decision or anything like that um that's going to help in the managing upwards process as well isn't it yeah, yeah. Now I think I think it's a good shout linking that episode because um I think it's really useful to understand different personalities when you're having these conversations. So good shout. I yeah, I'll add it in now while I remember. Um and unfortunately that does that is time. What's the key key takeaway? Gosh. That you that you took away from that. Just just one. Can you whittle it down to one? I think um, understanding others, because you may have your own views on what you should do, what you shouldn't do, but being able to put yourself in their position can really facilitate and make that conversation so much better. I love it. I love it. And yeah, I'd agree that that is the main takeaway. And uh, communication, I would add in, I think. Um, communication skills are going to be vital to this whole process Um, but yes I have just added that link now 
to the episode where we talk about um, DISC, D-I-S-C, personality types. Um, So that means that that episode will be ready in the show notes for you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Right, Tasmin, unfortunately, we're going to have to say goodbye. Reminder again, um, if you want to support us, you can donate or you can, yeah, you can donate or buy me a coffee, link in the show notes, or you can sign up to the newsletter and get those fabulous updates and wonderful writing pieces that Tasman is doing for us. Right, Tasman, should we say goodbye and until next time? Goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.